Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. The things of God and the things in God are of, through, and by faith. So if higher does nothing to you, you're not in the spirit. Everything God function wise, <laughs> if that even makes sense, is in the spirit. Faith is the fruit of the spirit. So don't expect to just feel something when you say hi. What they feel? What they feel? We, we're not feeling. We faithing. I don't even know where we're gonna be October first, but higher. higher. Believe that God is higher. higher. So that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Bringing your natural fleshly self into the spirit realm. Where your flesh doesn't agree. It doesn't like it. And the Bible says the flesh hates it. The flesh is perfect hatred against the things of God. It's enmity, the Bible calls it. Nothing about your beautiful flesh that we made up today and dressed up today loves where you are. That's why we get our best sleep in church. Your flesh just shut down. I just... Because it hates God. Because the flesh wants to be in control. And you can't put yourself under the control or the guidance or leadership or lordship of God. That means he runs us. I'm trying to run this body. Who does he think? That's why people don't like Jesus. Allah, Buddha, Harry Krishna, Father Divine, Daddy Great, all these other entities and deities, people generally do not have a problem with Hinduism, even voodoo and dark magic. They don't have a problem with that. Because it don't challenge. It actually becomes allies with it. So these other religions and practices and other gods befriends your flesh. Becomes friends with your cravings. Becomes friends with these desires. And say so you can still be spiritual this way. But Jesus said, I am the way. So now you got this, this conundrum where my flesh is weak, but my spirit is willing. Yeah. Who will you follow today? So when we say higher, it's not about the word higher. Michael Jordan jumps higher than LeBron. That higher didn't do nothing to me. You, you understand what I'm saying? But when I attach my faith to the word in a certain context, I put power on regular things. When you attach your faith to a thing, you put supernatural power to normal things. That's why the Bible says, I'm, I'm just. Okay, let's, let's get into it. The Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So whatever's not done in faith is a sin to God. Well, what is faith? Faith comes by hearing the word. Oh, so when I hear a word from God, and when I do that word, I'm in faith. 
But when I do anything outside of hearing him, that's a sin. All disobedience is sin. When, you, when we respond to situations our way, it's a sin to God because we're disobeying him because he's telling us how to handle it. Whether we hear him or not, obey him or not, is second. But he's telling us how to handle every situation. The Spirit is guiding you and leading you. Whether you've cultivated the voice so you'll know it or not is on us. But the Spirit has given us guidance for every situation. And when we don't obey that and we do it our way, God says, that's disobedience. That's a sin to me. So even <laughs> doing good things your way could end up wrong. Love your neighbor. Okay, God. So how should I do it? Do I take them a cake today? So you take them a cake and they get sick. I was just trying to do the word thing. Obedience our way can still go wrong. So the, the motto here I live is our life his way. It's quite early. We should have stayed on the higher part. Your flesh ain't going to like none of this. So... Go ahead and slap it and say, oh, well. That's why David had to talk to him. Bless the Lord. Oh, my son. Oh, that's within me. All of this about to bless him. You got to tell your hands. We're going to live. Now, what I want you to do is drive me there and praise him when we get there. Feet. We're going to live. Get me there and praise him there. Body. We're going to live. Get me there. And praise him there. Brain. You got to talk to yourself. Because just because your spirit got the memo don't mean your flesh did. We are not ashamed of the gospel, man. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God. We've been talking ghostbusters because all these ghosts is in our minds. The Holy Ghost is there, but it's holy for a reason, because other ghosts is there. So we got to learn God and learn what's not God. So we're not ashamed. Let me talk about what keeps the ghost out. That's what I've been talking about the last couple of weeks. What keeps the ghost out? What keeps torment out? What keeps those whispers out? What keeps, the lie? What keeps dem demonic mentalities out? We're not ashamed of the gospel, man. That's the power. What's the gospel? Gospel literally means good news. Right? So gospel is good news. That's not like a holy word. That's like, it just means good news. You understand what I'm saying? It's not like a heavenly word that came. It just, it just means good news. So the gospel of Jesus Christ is the good news of Jesus Christ. We're not ashamed of the good news of Jesus Christ. But what's the good news of Jesus Christ? He came to save, to seek and to save those which were lost. Jesus came to save us. His job is not to love us. That's why he rubs a lot of us the wrong way. Who is my mother? I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. I'm going to separate moms, dads, brothers, sisters. I ain't come here to be all cozy and gooey with y'all. I came to save you because you're in trouble. 
God is love. The Father loves us. That's why he sent Jesus as an extension of his love. Jesus is an expression of his love. But Jesus' main priority is to save you. It's to get you out of the mess you don't even know you're in. So he's not cozy. When you're drowning, I'm not trying to hug you. I don't jump in the water to try to hug you. I love you so much, my daughter. We're drowning. My number one priority is getting you out of the pool of bondage, out of the pool of sin, out of the pool of eternal death and damnation and dysfunction. You don't even know. You think you're swimming, but you're like in a huge toilet bowl. And it ain't doing nothing, but you don't even know. You're just, <laughs> you just backstroking. It's all right. God knows my heart. He know, And you're just going further and further down. All it takes is that last little shoot. You know that last. When the water stops spinning, it just takes everything down. That's the end. God's trying to save you before that last whoop. So some of us know we're drowning, some of us don't. So Jesus didn't come to be cozy, yo. He came to get you out. So we're not ashamed of the fact that we need help. I thought we are not ashamed, man. I tell it everywhere I go. We are not ashamed. Jesus, Jesus. Starbucks, you, uh, Jesus. <clears throat> That's right, I put that name. Y'all heard that, right? Y'all heard that, Starbucks? That ain't... <laughs> Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Even after Thanksgiving dinner, that don't mean that. That means in your heart. I'm not embarrassed about the fact that I need help. I'm not ashamed about the fact that I'm about to die in my own crazy, foolish sins that I'm enjoying. That I'm enjoying. That I'm enjoying. That I'm enjoying currently. But Moses said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Let's keep it real. We in church, so sin is like, oh, that's the, mm, this sin. Enjoy pleasures. Did you hear those two words? I'm not ashamed that I need help to be rescued from my habits and addictions. Yep. That's what AA meetings and all that stuff is for. Oh, you're safe here. You don't have to be embarrassed. You don't have to be ashamed. Well, I've been using for about four years now. That's good, Johnny. Jesus is that place for you. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. It's a strong AA meeting. The righteous run up to that meeting. And we are safe. Don't be embarrassed because you got habits. You know what I realized too? I told my wife this today. The Bible never says he won't put more on you than you can bear. Right. Yeah, let me just say that. Like, yeah, he doesn't say that. He said with every temptation, he makes a way of escape so that you may be able to bear it. He never said, I won't put more on you than you can bear. I believe he allows more than we can bear because we're supposed to need him. They got quiet at living. I don't know why. Your life is supposed to be overwhelming. Why are you trying to handle it? Your wife is supposed to be stressed. Your life is supposed to be stressful. Why are you trying to handle it? It's supposed to be overwhelming. 
Something is wrong. I'm saving. My life is still too. You save, but you're not listening and you're not. It's something. You're not supposed to be handling your own life. You didn't start it. So I'm not ashamed of the fact that I need help. Somebody say, I need help. I need peace. I need joy. I need provision. I need healing. Let's go deeper a little bit. I need long suffering. Because people get on my nerves for a long time. I need long suffering. Because people hurt me for a long time. I need long suffering. I need gentleness. You could be right, but you could be abrasive. You could be gently correct. You could be kind and correct. Just because you're right and they're wrong, don't give you license to be all mean like you're God. Let God be God. And you just love. Because as harshly as somebody can get on them about being wrong about something, somebody can get on you. And just because nobody knows what's wrong with you, it don't mean you ain't got wrong stuff that people, you know what I'm saying? Somebody can walk up to you too, like, yo, what's wrong with you? Don't be, they could do that to you about some situation. It's quiet over here. I'm going to just stay over this side. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Good to see you. I need kindness. I need faith. So we're not ashamed of it. Because that's the power of God, the salvation. That's the power that saves me. Embracing the fact that I need everything you said. I need a savior. I got a habit. You can't. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to do. Don't try to. He can only save me. Only Jesus. Because he's been through it and he conquered it. So he got the keys to it. And the man who got the keys to it loves us. So we got an advantage over everything evil in this world. Not only do we have a God we can pray to, we got a Father who loves us. So that's not nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed of. That's the power of God, actually. You activate the power of God when you unashamedly admit that you need him. That's a good short right there. You activate the power of God when you unashamedly admit, I need you. That's how you activate the power. Not being ashamed about the fact that you can't handle it. You skillful, you swagged out, you creative, you innovative, you're talented, you cute, but you can't change you. I love it. Keep, keep quiet. You can't change you. You can change your outfit, you can change your mind for five minutes, but only God can change. So we need Jesus. That's the power of God to salvation. That's the thing that saves us. To everyone that believeth. Believeth. ETH means? Liv is here. How y'all doing, Liv? ETH means continually. <laughs> How much time I got? Okay, cool. <laughs> if he asking me, he got 10 minutes. Aye, 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 aye. I take your 10 and I raise you 15. to everyone that continues to believe. So when you got saved that day, that was cool for that level. But there's something else coming in your life where you're going to have to 
Believe again. Let's just take the church for instance just because y'all all know about it. October 1st, we're going to have to believe again. I got saved. Thank God for that level of belief, but I need a... I got to believe in, and he'll continue to save when we continually believe. Amen? To the Jew first, to the Greek, for therein, here it is, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. We don't live by feelings. We don't live by facts. Not feelings or facts. People blowing my page up. Well, you know the true Israelite is, you know, you know, you're a Hebrew, you know, Jesus, and you know, his real name is Jacquez. And I'm like, man. Who's Jacquez Christ? I never heard of Jacquez Christ. Austin, I do, I do not know him. They blowing my page up like I'm just so lost and I'm so da da da. Man, well, praise the Lord. This faith has brought me to this point, and I'm not leaving it for any new revelation that's not centered around Christ. Period. The just shall live by faith. So the righteousness is revealed to those that humble themselves and say, I need you. The righteousness is revealed to you. From faith to faith, you go from faith to faith. You believe on one level, you're going to believe on another level. You believe him to be saved from your sins. Now you got to believe him to love somebody that hates you. Come on, come on, come on, come on. How you doing, Liz? Now you got to believe him to take care of your heart as you forgive those. There's levels to this faith. It ain't just, I'm saved. That was the, okay, now you're going to heaven. Now every day down here, you got to add that ETH, homie. Okay. Turn the other cheek. <laughs> Somebody get all these racism cards, people pulling out and all this stuff. You're going to need an F. Believe if. If I hold my peace, the Lord's going to fight my battles. I got to believe if that. Because I'm about to hold a peace, but it's not what he's telling me to do. Can somebody clap your hands and say hallelujah in the building? Hallelujah. Bless your son. Bless your life and your wife in his name. <laughs> Stop playing. We in church. So, you got to keep believing. It's not just to be saved. It's that he's right. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Righteousness is what God considers right. Abraham, leave your mom and your dad and go somewhere. He did it. God said, your obedience is accounted to me as righteousness. When you do what God says, you are right because he's right. So your faith exposes that God is always right. I got to believe he's right. If I hold my peace, he's going to fix it. I got to believe that's right. Oh, God. What's next? So that's where... The righteousness is revealed. The next verse says, that's 17. Look at 18, y'all. 18 says, but the wrath is revealed. Whoa. So you got righteousness revealed when you admit, I need God. 
right, in every area, every area, right? But then his wrath is revealed against the godless and wickedness of the people who suppress the truth. So we all know the truth, but some of us just, <laughs> because of our wickedness, you suppress the truth by their wickedness. So you got to hear God, you got to know what's right in your conscience, and you got to be like, man, I'm going to You have to ignore him. Nobody just sins. Nobody's just evil. They're, they're going against something. Do you hear me? Nobody, we're born in sin, not in evil. Sin is against your own body. Like fornication, it says when you fornicate, you sin against your own. Sin is against you. Evil is against him and his ways. You, you understand what I'm saying? So to not listen to him, you have to operate in a level of wickedness and evil to ignore God. Mm. I should have stayed on the praise. Look, because although they knew God, wait, I thought they were godless and wicked. Just because you're wicked, evil, and godless don't mean you don't know them. That's how you become evil, wicked, and godless. By knowing who he is and being like, I'm good. <laughs> Everybody know God. You can tell by the trees. I'm going to the secret place uh, at the end of the year. We're going back, y'all. We're going back to the secret place. I think wherever we're going to end up as a church building. But Everybody know God. You can tell by the trees. Well, I grew up in the hood. The hood got trees. The hood got skies. Everybody know God. But though they knew him, they didn't glorify him as God. Good. I'm telling y'all how these things get in. This is how the ghosts get in. When you know God, you be like, all right. When you don't glorify him in your heart, when you don't hold him in high esteem. See, I'm going to say this a couple of times today, so just go with me. To know God, that revelation requires response. You can know me and not speak to me and don't even care. That's fine. You can't know God and not respond to him. So if you know God in any capacity, that demands a response. And depending on how you respond to him, listen, y'all, determines the state of your mind, your brain, and your thinking. Because though they knew God, they ignored him. And their thinking became futile, useless. And their hearts were darkened. How you respond to God reveals and determines the outcome of your mind and your heart. Because that's who you truly are. Your mind and your heart is the real you. That's what God established. So God is like, I made you to love me. You don't love me? Ooh, your thinking is off. I made you to love me. You don't love me? Ooh, your heart is dark. If you don't respond to God correctly, you are off as a human being. The next verse says, don't go there because it ain't up there. Thinking you're wise, you're foolish. Because if you don't respond to God correctly, you're off. And the further you go in your intelligence and in your brilliance and in your creativity, the more animosity you build against God. 
Because essentially you're saying, I can still make it without you. I can still be successful without you. Most millionaires and billionaires have built up such a wall of animosity against God. Because you got to go harder to make it without God. Because he said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. So if you hustle hard, you, you must be against me. I want to go from the hustle to the flow. Anybody with me? No? Y'all think it's good to be a hustler, right, y'all? To celebrate the fact that you're a hustler. Oh, God. What kind of world do we live in? It's celebrated. I'm a hustler. Uh, if you're responsible and you get the job done, I get it. That's not a hustler. Hustler to, never mind. We celebrate these contemporary cultural words like it's a badge of honor. Ain't nowhere in that book we believe in. He didn't tell you to hustle. He said obey. I love this. Let me get y'all out of here. I'm so sorry y'all came today. So sorry I brought y'all all the way down here to this level. Although they knew God, they didn't glorify him. Glorify him. Make him bigger. And again, I thought glorify meant praise the name, praise the name, praise the name, praise the name. Oh, oh, oh praise the name. Oh, oh, oh. And that's cool. That is a praise. We're going to do that in a minute. But if it happens only outwardly, now you're religious. If it happens only outwardly, God is saying they praise me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Keep your praise. Keep your dance. Keep your worship. I'd rather have your heart than your mouth. In your heart is God greater. In your heart is he glorified. I have to get out of the way. I was so offended by certain things and I just got to get out the way. Get out the way. That's glorifying God. God, I thank you. They weren't thankful. Neither did they give thanks. So you didn't glorify him and you don't give thanks. I'm almost done. Thanks. Giving thanks or being thankful is a heart set. Right? So when I give thanks, it neutralizes my problems. See, we really don't want help because real help requires your responsibility. If you need help with your health, okay, well, drink water, get a gallon of water every day. I'll have a Coke, please, a Coke, and a, um, oh, give me the ribeye steak. Thank you so much. We don't really want help because it requires you to do something. We want a handout. Peter, Peter, I think it was Peter, Paul, one of the disciples, saw somebody laying at a gate <laughs> during a time of worship. And he said, alms, alms, give me some money. They was like, silver and gold, have I none? I ain't got no money, but I can help you. I ain't got no money, but in the name of Jesus, rise up, live. God is not giving you a handout. He's giving you a hand up. And most people don't want to be healed because that means no, now I got to work. 
now I got to walk. I was carried here every day. Now I got to walk. Yes. You were created to do it. God is about to give you a hand up so you can do what you were created to do. My question to you is, is anybody ready to do what you were created to do? If that's you, clap your hands and say, that's me all day. That's me all day. I'm ready to fulfill my purpose. I'm ready to walk in my calling. I'm ready to move in my anointing. I'm ready to operate my gifts. I'm ready to show the kingdom of God. I'm ready. All right, let me get y'all out of here. (laughs) Thanks. Giving thanks. Being thankful is a way to keep the demons out your mind and your life. I'm just going to talk straight up now. Demons leave or they are sterilized or polarized at your thanks to God. It neutralizes your emotions. If you all up in there, just give them thanks. Well, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And you'll just start to... And it's not really that you're calming down. You're really coming up. So now I can look at my problem from here like, all right, so what was bothering me now? Is anybody ready to come up? Liv, I can't hear you today. Let me hear the praises and the screams and the hands of everybody that's ready to come up, come up, come up, come up, come up, come up. Ah! I'm ready. (laughs) We got to do the come up again too. When I give thanks, it neutralizes my attitude. If I'm mad at somebody, you know what I'm saying? And rightfully so. Because you don't know, get that camera right on me, because you don't know what they did. You know what I'm saying? You weren't there. You didn't see the conversation we had. And they still, oh, I'm mad. You got a right to be angry. Be angry and say, nah. Thanks neutralizes your anger, your attitude. This is a way out. This is a way over. Giving thanks to God. Well, who feel like doing that when you're mad? I didn't say feel it, faith it. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying, man? Stop trying to understand everything and just say, okay, Lord, you're right. When you just let go of your whole brilliant self and say, you're right, you activate the power of God. Is anybody ready to activate the power of God in their lives today? It starts by you saying, okay, God, I surrender. You're right. Let me get y'all out of here. I'm going to stop saying that. That's just my thoughts, and I forget this thing is on my mouth. Every thought I have, I just say it out loud. Like this right here I'm doing right now are my thoughts that you all can hear. Okay, what's next, God? That's awesome. Thanksgiving. Giving God thanks. Today we're going to practice that. Y'all like, oh, God, I thought we just did that. We just said higher. What else are you going to do in heaven? When you see his face, he's going to walk away. You're going to be like, hallelujah, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Wait, oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, I love you, I love you. What else do you think you're going to be doing when you get there? You're going to see him who sits on the throne, who reigns forever and ever. You're going to see him. He's going to say, how you doing? And when he says hi, you're going to see a hole in his hand. What are you, 
What are you going to do when you see the holes? What are you going to do when you see his face? What are you going to do when you see his side? I'm going to praise him. All right, I'm sorry, Joe. So you're going to get to heaven and be like, oh, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. What day? He's going to be like, if I was Jesus, this ain't him. So this is my version of Jesus, okay? Just tie. This ain't Jesus. All that time you was on earth, every Sunday that little boy up there screaming and you was just sitting there because you was hungry. You was sitting there because you was ready to leave. You just sitting there because you, all them Sundays. I ain't talking about every day we should acknowledge him. I'm just talking about when I see y'all at least. Don't be jumping all in my face talking about I love you all them Sundays. You could have said hallelujah, but you were so tired, or you had something on your mind, or you wasn't feeling good. Now you're jumping all in my face talking about some holler, some hallelujah. <laughs> some holler, some hallelujah. If I was Jesus, thank God I'm not Jesus, y'all. That's Jacquez. That ain't Jesus. Okay, I got it. I got it, Tim. That's Jacquez Christ. Thank God he ain't God. Somebody thank God for Jesus right now. Jacquez Christ is not God. Ah! That's funny. But for five minutes, think about that exchange. When you finally get there, and he's going to be like, ho, 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 you a whole new tie, ain't you? You got all this for me right now, don't you? He'll never do that. I'm just saying, how would you feel? I'm still God in whatever context you're in. And I'm deserving of praise. Okay, here we go. So this is a way to keep the demons out. Here we go. Last scripture. Well, yeah, last scripture. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, read the word or a scripture every day. I got an app on my phone. I got one reminding me to pray and one reminding me to read. And I'm the pastor here. Ain't no shame in my game. I'm telling y'all. I'm messing around getting that studio. I'm messing around getting my own life. I'm messing around and getting something. Oh, Jesus. So I got to set early in the morning. Boom. Okay. Hallelujah. I said, okay, my eyes are now. I said a thing for me to pray and for me to read. Because when you read his word, you talk to him. You hear him. He is the word and he is alive. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts unto the Lord. That's what we're about to do. Sing. Y'all can come back up, praise team. I'm about to use y'all in a minute. Singing unto him. We're going to do this every Sunday till we out this building. This is my response. This is our response. If y'all want a teaching and all that and the philosophy, we'll get into all that once we land somewhere. I gotta re we got to respond to this right now. And I respond with praise and thanks and worship and extravagant, boisterous, loud celebration of the goodness of God regardless of the situation that I see as unfavorable. Because there were other times when things didn't go what I want and what happened after that was greater than what I wanted. So I ain't about to go crazy over what I think is great. I'ma let God be great! 
Tell your neighbor, let God be great. Your ideas are good, but he is higher. Whatsoever you do. Come on, Aaron. In word or deed. Do all. Do it all in the name of Jesus. Excuse me, y'all. That little Baptist came out of me. And I'm not even Baptist. Do all in the name of Jesus. I'm doing it because I'm his. And I'm doing it because he loves me and loves you. So when I speak kindly to you, it's because I'm loved by him and he loves you. So do everything in the name of Jesus. Whether it's a compliment or whether you do something for anybody. Do it because you are loved and so are they. Do it all in the name of Jesus. The church has been adamant about that. In the name of Jesus. All right, in the name of Jesus. Okay, in the name of Jesus. All right. We're not adamant about the next part. Giving thanks to God the Father by him. I had an issue, stress-related, with my hip bone. So it was just really sore for like weeks. I didn't tell my wife. She just saw me limping like, you all right, babe? I'm like, yeah, I'm just... Because I knew it was stress. And I'm like, yo, stress, you get out of here. You get, no, I ain't worrying about that. Yep. The album will get done when it's done. I'll get that done when it, stop it. Yep. So I'm just trying to rebuke it. And I want you all to know that, that spirits are stubborn. You can have a dog for 10 years and he just, you still, no, no, no. Like the one no, don't do it no more. Like he just, nature is stubborn. Nature is stubborn. So I'm casting, I'm like, and I didn't, and my wife asked me this week, she said, your, your hip still hurt? I was like, no. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Babe, thank you for that, because we pray for him to do it. But when he does do it, now it's normal. Nah, that's praiseworthy, baby. That ain't normal, that's praiseworthy. Because if, if you can heal yourself, that's normal. But if it takes God to do it, that's praiseworthy. Has he done anything you asked him for? Give him thanks right now, man. Let your mind run back. Let your heart search. He's good. He's faithful. It's a small thing to you. But if I can't jump, <laughs> I won't have a career. I'm just playing. I don't work for Cirque du Soleil no more. Uh, do everything in the name of Jesus, giving him thanks. So I'm love, and I say something kind to you, all right, and you walk away all happy, thank you, Jesus. Or oh, I give you something, you say thank you, Jesus, when you give somebody something. Okay. So because you don't give God thanks, you grow futile in your thinking. Because if God is good to you, that demands a response. It's like a child, man, in my last closing. It's like a child. If a child says, if you're, if you're, if you're the parent, you give a child, what do you say? My kindness demands a response. You don't just take what I give you and walk away. Ho, 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 ho. What do you say? The father will stop the child. The mother will stop the child in their happy tracks. You feel me? God, God, lollipop, got some candy, got some candy. Here you go. Thank you. Now, you gave me what I asked for. I should just run off. No. Goodness demands a response. 
And he's been too good for us to respond like this. He's been too faithful for us to respond like this. If God has been good to you at all, what is your response? Live. Everybody jump to your feet right now. His goodness, his faithfulness is not normal. It's supernatural. It's because he's good. And he's saying, ah, don't just walk away. Don't just go to your car. Don't just go to dinner. You owe me a response. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And your response determines your heart and his help. If you don't say thank you and just walk off, you think that's happening again? So your response, bless yourself. Good look, Ladi. <laughs> your response determines your future. If you say thank you for this, he'll do something again. So I'm going to thank God every Sunday for giving us this building. Because where my faith people at? Because I'm believing that he's going to do it again. Because I believe if he did it before, He's going to do it again. He's the same God, y'all. Different building. Same God. Different situation. Same God. Different problem. Same God. So this praise right here, I did it a while ago, but we're going to do it again. We're going to practice praise. First, I want the musicians to play. That's good right there. Put it on the screen. This praise is called Zamar. It's a Hebrew word. And it means to praise with instruments, alone or with voices. So when they play, it's a Hebrew word. That's Zamar. This ain't elevator music. This is praise to our God. Yeah! Play! Let the band play! Let the Zabar 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 I don't know if I said it right, excuse me. It means to clap, applaud, or express joy and victory. The Bible says, oh clap your hands, all ye people. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. I'm not just clapping, I'm fighting. I'm not just clapping, I'm praising. This is a word that means to praise. It's not an ovation. It's a praise. Fight with your hands. Fight with your fingers. Live. Clap. 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 Clap your hands, all ye people. Let's practice praise. Please. 
check your flesh and say, why ain't you doing that? I see people in here still like this, like you just don't understand. If you can't comprehend it because of brain issues, I get it. But if you can understand me and you're not doing it, you should ask yourself, self, what's wrong with you? Did you hear everything? You're going to clap in heaven, so let that will be done in earth. If I'm a clap when I get there, I might as well do it now. I might as well do it now. I might as well do it now. now. Everybody clap your hands. I see y'all. Do it by faith. By faith, I'm doing something. By faith, the walls are coming down. The walls are coming down. Yeah. The next praise is Yada. It means the extended hand to express gratitude, thankfulness, and surrender. Toda. These are two of them. They both means to raise your hand. So if you're in church and people go like this, that's not religious. It comes from two Hebrew words. That means to express gratitude, thankfulness, and surrender. To express adoration. Lift your hands in adoration. Raise your hands in surrender. <laughs> Lift your heart, tell them thank you. We need you. Lift your hands in adoration. Lift your hands in surrender. Lift your hands in gratitude. So when we lift our hands, it ain't religious. We're doing something. I'm trying to add faith to your praise. So you don't just do stuff religiously because we in church. No, oh, this is Toda. This is Yada. We're expressing gratitude. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands, everybody. Told out the Lord. Told out. Yada. Yada. Yada the Lord. Oh God, oh God. All right, I'll get out of here, but I feel it. He inhabits the praises of his people. He dwells in the midst of praise. These are praises. So when you lift your hands like this, you'll feel him fill you. You'll feel him filling the room. Lift your hands one more time in adoration. Hey, in adoration. All right. Another praise is halal. I like this one. It means to celebrate extravagantly. It's the root word for hallelujah, which means praise to Jah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, halal. Halal means to celebrate extravagantly. That's why people get dressed up to come to church sometimes. It's an extravagant affair. That's why people get wild sometimes. It's an extravagant expression, y'all. So everybody, halal, wave your hand real high. Halal, 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 halal. Come on! 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 Come on!
I need y'all to sign up after church to Taylor's Dance Company. Because the next praise, the next praise, it means kara. It means to dance, express joy, and celebration. You know when you're happy, you start dancing for no reason. You could be in a buffet line like. You get that sweet potato casserole like. When you celebrate by dancing, you know it's real. So right in the face of your struggle, right in the face of your stress, right in the face of your problem, dance. Dance. Hola. Kara. 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 Dance. 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 Some of y'all only Kara in the club. I can only Kara in the club. God gave you the ability to dance for him. So just bounce with me, just bounce. Bounce with me, just bounce. Move with me, just move. Move with me, just move. Dance with me, just dance. Dance with me, just dance. Kara, 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 Shabbat, 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 Shabb
You can't lift your hands, you're just gonna be clapping because you know what that means. Because oh. our confidence is in God's ability. We ain't got the money, but a cattle on a thousand hills. It belongs to him. So where I'm limited, he's, he's, he's endless. So my confidence is not in Liv's ability to get another building. It's in God's ability to do anything but fail. I love you, bro. All right, let's get y'all out of here. I'm talking about the building a lot because we all are involved in that. I can talk about my personal issues too. You can talk about yours too. Apply this word everywhere in the name of Jesus. A Shabbat day. Keep the demons away. <laughs> Clap your hands, everybody. Raise the lights for me. No walking. 90 seconds, we out of here. Raise the lights, thank you. Liv, we love you so much. I'm excited about this move because I have no idea what it entails. I don't know what God is about to do. And if we got to start smaller, I don't, I just want to be with y'all. Y'all like, man, I like these seats. I don't care where we at. I just want to be with y'all. I just want to share the word of God to y'all. I just want to love on y'all. What's up, Trace? I love you all. My wife and I love you all permanently. And we are working tire, tirelessly to have an excellent place of worship. But if we move into somewhere that ain't that excellent, we might need some hands. We ain't got the money to hire people. We got people. We might need you to grab a rag or a broom. Are y'all down? Just for a season. Not to be defined by that here at Live. I'm the mopper. No. Just for a season. <laughs> Who laughed that loud? That's you. <laughs> Just for a season, we may need you. I love you so much. We're going to go home. Don't forget, we're across the street. We got food. Oh, and, and we'll talk about that later. Let's take these praises home with us. These praises were for the Hebrews. It wasn't for their church services. They didn't have church services. These praises was for their lives. So don't do yourself a disservice and only do this at service. Everything we teach here is not for here. It's for home. Tell your neighbor, I'm taking this home with me. Man, I love y'all. Thank y'all for coming. If you're not saved, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I receive you into my heart. Thank you for dying for all of my sins and for helping me in ways I couldn't help myself. I receive the sacrifice of your dear son Jesus. And I believe he died and rose for my sins. And today, I'm new, I'm better, I'm healed, I'm free, and guess what? I am saved. Say it again with confidence, I am saved. Clap your hands and say, I am saved. It begins there, you say, if you believe that in your heart, not because you said it out your mouth, if you really believe, yo, I'm saved, that's your decision, and you are saved right now. Keep coming, keep hearing the word, and keep obeying it. We love y'all, we're praying for y'all. We're gonna have prayer next month. We'll talk about that in September so we can make sure everybody's needs are being met. But we love you. If we can't meet your need, he can. If we can't meet your needs, he can. If we can't meet your needs, he can. 
So our service and our job is to point you to the one who can, who's able. All right, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this praise posture that we receive today. We thank you that the gates of hell shall not prevail. When we begin to praise you and thank you, we create a hedge of protection around ourselves and we go higher above our struggles because you are higher. You are higher. You are higher. When troubles hit me this week, I'm going to say, higher. When stress hit me this week, I'm going to say, higher. If sickness hit you this week, say, higher. Troubles hit you this week, say, higher. Stress hit you this week, say, higher. Say, higher. Say, higher. Say, higher, higher. Higher, higher. Say, higher. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. amen. The Lord is with us, therefore we will not fail. God bless you. I'll see y'all next week. for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.